You are listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. Do you have refreshments for our show? If not, please enjoy our wonderful concessions program. All you have to do is find your refrigerator and or pantry, make a selection, and then enjoy it courtesy of the Movie of the Week podcast. And thank you for listening. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. For the purposes of this review, we're not going to read the scroll because it contains a huge spoiler. So, hang on to your seats. We're just going to jump straight into the spoiler-free section of our review. Who, who wants to go first? Don't you mean hang on to your butts? Yes, that's different. I set. don't know. I've got a bad feeling about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roar. Okay, so. Uh, as I've pretty much said with the others that we've we've already reviewed on on Star Wars, if you watch Star Wars films, you're going to watch this. Uh, there's yes, no point yes. in listening to this review except for entertainment value, which we bring some, uh, or or assurance if for some reason you've not gone and watched this yet, and are just curious if you should. There you go. You should. You should. Yes. <laughs> Always. Yes. You should watch this for at least completion purposes. Yes. The reviews and- will be varied. I guarantee it. Oh, they're already <laughs> yeah. varied. I've been looking yeah. at them. They've. I'm seeing an average of three stars on a lot of people. Wow. Because, well, honestly, there are good reasons, especially if you didn't catch the beginning. But we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. But what I was going to say be like, I, I, I knew someone personally. They went and saw Avengers Endgame seeing nothing else beforehand. Yeah. So if, if you're in that situation... I have you have a list of movies you need to watch. They're called Star Wars episodes one through eight. Yes. <laughs> and again, as we stated in the previous, at least watch seven, eight, and then watch yeah, exactly. this one because that's the immediate story. That is that is the base minimum you need to watch before yes. this film. However, because of all that's in this one, watch all of them uh, yes. before you watch this and go four, five, six, one, one two, two, three, seven, eight, eight, nine. Yeah, and you can um, watch Rogue One unless in there you're too. weird and want to do the machete order, and that's four, five, one, two, three, six. That also seven, works. Eight, nine. Um, but and yes, throw, and I do still suggest throwing Rogue One in before Episode Four, four. just because yes. it's cool. I, w- I still say watch four first, but you can watch Rogue it's One up later. To you, Solo. Who cares? <laughs> Great movie though. Great movie. Yes. Throw you just it wherever you want. You put it. Doesn't yeah. matter. You'll, you'll, there's nowhere there. to debate that one. You'll, you'll appreciate it either way. Um, but anyway, this movie it's it's an entertaining film. Yeah. Um, you may or may not love it. You may hate it. I can't tell you. Again, this is one of those cases you're going to have to probably watch it. Yes. Uh, I will say that the movie is nonstop. So yeah. Yeah, use the restroom before the movie. Yes. Do not try to go during the movie, as you will miss something. Go easy yes. on the big gulp. Yes. Uh, yes. Just pace yourself. Cause now, this one's not as long as Avengers Endgame was. No. Yeah. So there is at least that. It's I think it's two hours and twenty two minutes or yeah. something right something around like there. Um, if, but no. yeah, it's it is it is pretty 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 busy. Yes. Uh, it's got a variety of content it does and they have put up a disclaimer if you have epileptic issues or any sort of sensitivity to flashing lights be prepared uh there is some scenes where that does occur um and for for someone who does have uh Tourette's disorder which does have epilepsy within it i didn't really have any problems i was like okay this is interesting i'm not twitching it it wasn't i I twitched more in spider-man into spider-verse right in in, as in 2d and standard 2d non-3d i know it wasn't that bad for us i don't know if anybody saw just in 3d no we saw it in 2d right um just the best way i want to go see it in imax that could be fun especially now that i've seen it i would totally watch it in imax yeah um 
But yeah, especially that last scene. <laughs> but yes, uh, it, just be prepared for that sort of thing. And as usual, if you watch Star Wars, watch this movie. You will at least appreciate it. You may hate it. A lot of people just don't love this trilogy. Um, but we'll, we're going to get into that in just a minute. Yeah. Well, admittedly, there's just not pleasing some people. That, that's, yeah, that that's, is true. That is 100% true. Another disclaimer. We saw that last night at uh, intro premiere night. So... Literally 24 hours ago as of right now. Yes. So just remember, we haven't had as much time to process it as we uh, we will for many movies, and we yeah. may even have to come back and talk about this again. Yes. Um, however, again, it's fresh, so there's going to be a lot of things where we're like, I think this was this, or we talk about something and some things can be wrong because yeah. we didn't get a chance to review it on, on TV Bear at Bear with us with that. Yeah. So, yes, uh, any more for the spoiler-free section? I think we're good. I think we're good, too. All right. So, entering the spoiler-filled section. To begin that, I'm going to start with The Crawl. Bam, bum, bum, bum. Episode 9, the rise, of, uh, the rise of Skywalker. You have been warned. <laughs> the dead speak. The galaxy has heard a mysterious broadcast. A threat of revenge in the sinister voice of the late Emperor Palpatine. General Leia Organa dispatches secret agents to gather intelligence, while Rey, the last hope of the Jedi, trains for battle against the diabolical First Order. Meanwhile, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren rages in search of the Phantom Emperor, determined to destroy any threat to his power. Okay. So, this movie, as, as we've already touched on, is, is going to get a lot of different feelings for yes. people. And it's going to be interesting just to hear what everybody has to mm-hmm. say. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait to have parties with all my nerd friends so we can sit and <laughs> complain back and forth and, and argue and right. fight dark yes. versus good. Yeah. Um, well, also to start with, like, this movie's already made $40 million on its on its opening day. The Thursday um, before yeah. Friday. Yeah. Now, they're already comparing the movie. Like, it didn't do as well as its previous films. So, they're they're kind of already saying this is not going to be this. But it's the first day. We don't know. Give it time. We yeah, don't give know. Give a movie time. I think, uh, again, we see a lot of things when people review it bad early. That also yeah. affects how many people show up yes, early yes, in, in the true. film. Um, and I know Especially so many people. Especially with as varied as opinions on star wars has been since the original trilogy True. yeah and especially in this trilogy yes. uh, i think it's been a, a a really split group on this one uh the prequels there was a, a general this is not as good as the original trilogy but in this one it's been kind of a um a lot of people really like them and a lot of people really love to hate them yeah um as i said earlier there is no pleasing some people yeah uh, and in a personal opinion on that where it comes from people who hated the last jedi are going to go watch this film and they're going to hate it no matter what. That's true, and mm. but at least they're going to watch it if they go watch it. Yeah, I would rather yeah. if you're gonna if you're going to get mad at this movie, yeah. please watch it. watch it and tell yeah. me what you think. That way, you at least have a foot to stand on when you say, "Well, what did you think of such and such scene?" Right? Yeah, yeah. we can we can discuss and debate that. Yes, not just go. They went complete. I hated the last one, so I'm not going to watch the next one. If you're a Star Wars fan, go watch it. Yeah, you know. Uh, I, I you get, know you want to, no matter how much you don't think you want to. Or at, at the very least, you don't have to watch it in theater. You can always wait till it comes out. Yeah. That's yes. totally fine. We're not going to judge anybody who goes. I have to wait till it's on 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 the discount rack at Walmart, or until it's free on Disney Plus, or whatever, or until you borrow it from somebody. Yes. But you're going to eventually gonna watch, it. watch it now. If you're wanting to watch it, and for some reason you're debating, well, I want to wait for home video, or should I see it in theaters? See it in theaters. This is definitely one to see in the theater yeah. while it's still there. Yeah, this is a very big movie. Yes. Um, yeah. 
the the scenes are huge it, just i mean the scope of what we get to see it, it's going to be really hard to translate well to a small screen yes. especially if, especially if you don't have a really large screen i mean granted most people nowadays much bigger TVs than we used to deal with but yeah. we're talking but about thousands a, of starships even on a 50 inch screen there's going to be a lot that's hard to make out this feels like a george perez comic you know the oh, the yes. or, or marvel wolfman and george oh, perez yeah. you know where you've got like a thousand characters at a time there are some starship scenes it feels that way for sure in this oh, film yes. um because i know we don't want to run for four hours on this review yes. uh, i'm gonna go ahead and get started by ranting a little bit um i'm sure i've got a rant <laughs> right behind you because like i like i was saying before we started the show i'm about five minutes away from just geeking out like a coruscante schoolgirl. <laughs> i am uh as soon as i get my negative out you uh, I, I do want to have at least a crit a criticism and i do have one so we'll go ahead and do yours first and then uh, I'll, I'll jump in okay so um i don't like the way the movie begins <laughs> as anyone who has seen the movie will tell you the first act is a little sloppy and a little rushed and i've been thinking about it for the past 24 hours kind of sort of while i was at work and supposed to actually be working and uh i think i finally figured out what what it is i don't like and that's the fact that the movie starts off telling you the Palpatine's back without actually letting you experience the, the rush of, holy crud, that's Palpatine's voice. Right. Yeah. In my mind, what they should have done is started the thing with Ray training. And while she's out there training in the forest, you cut back to them back in the base and... They get the, this transmission coming from wild space that, holy crap, that's Emperor Palpatine's voice. Surely that can't be real. And then and then move into sending out the strike team. And then, and then if you still can't come up with a way to start that opening crawl, there's a way to do it. Where yeah. you can say, okay, the, after the battle on Crate, they're now hiding out on this other planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the... the, the, the I keep wanting to say rebellion. The resistance is now, you know, there's ways to do it. I completely agree. And I think that's the main problem here is it, why it feels so rushed is you're pretty much told, okay, this major plot point happened off screen. Yeah. And now we're just going to go into straight into the action. And for the next five to 10 minutes, you're not going to have any idea as to where you even are. Until finally they get back to whatever, wherever the name of this right. forest planet is. Well, that look, they're I mean, hanging we, out on the the information they're talking about, getting that message from Palpatine, doesn't yeah. even occur for like half an hour into the movie. I think it was, or, or it was a way. Because well, I mean, Kylo finds right. Kylo him, finds like, him right away. Fifteen minutes. So I yeah. guess you know, but it takes a while before they hear that Palpatine's. Uh, yeah, it's no, not, they, they they heard he it's was af- back. It's after yeah, that's, Kylo. That's, right. that's the whole reason that Finn and Poe and whoever else was on the Millennium Falcon were out there. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying is that's after after the whole Kylo scene. It's, I guess it's less. Yeah, it's but, more like ten minutes, really. We, that's yeah. They started off with Kylo because the way the crawl is right. It leads straight into him actually searching for power. I would be okay, but but my point being that we don't. They talk about hearing the message. Yeah, I would ten have, minutes after we've read the message. That's, I would have liked problem. to have heard the message as the screen is coming down from its crawl position to the planet that Kylo is sure. hanging out on, yeah. and then go into him fighting. Right, I, I can't. That message cannot be long to get an idea. I mean, it's sure. not like it's execute order sixty six. Right, but I mean, it's there's got to be something that's like. Give you the 
that chill running right. down your spine that honestly a character like Palpatine should give you, and you really never get that through this. Right. I'm like I watch it right as we we get into it. We see Kylo going to find uh, you know. Um, Palpatine mm-hmm. and you know he's fighting people and then he gets there and, and so on and so forth and he meets runs into Palpatine it's this big yes. thing uh, I felt weird about it because like the way Palpatine looked at the beginning of this is kind of off to me um, well I, I get there doing this weird he's on life support essentially set yeah. up, um, which was weird but hey uh, whatever um, the whole I get how the, they got him off the Death Star before it blew up I'm curious about I still assume clone body I'm kind of assuming that too, but I don't know. I, I feel like it does point out that he does have his fingers are broke. Be like he has like digits are broke. So sure, it's possible. It could be any number of things though too. Yeah. That could be just the wear and tear in his body decaying and yeah, you know, sweat. yeah. Because um, it very well could be that maybe he did not have his DNA on file, and somebody at his. Uh, as as his thing got his DNA from his body as it was dying. Who knows? But who knows? Um, but anyway, so we we see the whole intro with that, and we get to see a thousand freaking Death Stars or whatever. Yeah. But well, they weren't Death, Death Stars. Stars sorry, Star, Star Destroyers. destroyers. Uh, <laughs> but they all had Death Star level weapons, That's so true. it gets the same difference. Yeah. Uh, Busting, which was still that was, kind of, was yeah. like holy crap. That's actually. Dangerous. So I'm my, okay. So I'm watching this, and we get to you know Ray and and everything on the the uh, jungle planet, whatever. Yeah, whatever planet. the name of that planet. I can't is. remember what it was. Um, I don't know if they ever said. They may not. They but we did, do. See, I can't remember what it was. We see Ewoks at the end too, though. But those are over on the forest moon right, of Endor. Which was weird. Uh, anyway, because yeah, they weren't on Endor. Right. Which was why it was all well, weird to me. I, I, that's one thing I'm not sure of. Was the planet that they called Endor? Was that Endor, or was that the moon? Well, I don't of think, Endor, I, or is end, we, we still don't know which way that. that and yeah, and that again, if, if they've changed it from uh, from because old school, Endor was not habitable, but the the, right. the moon was. So yeah, and um, well, Endor does not look habitable. Right. For anytime you see the planet, so but. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, uh, but the whole first part of this movie feels a little like the. The, the way it's running is off. However, I do love that we get to see Ray training under yes. Leia. Yeah, that was interesting. And yeah. they really, and they made me so happy because I've been screaming this since day one that uh, Leia was a Jedi. Yes. And, you know, it was... It, JJ did not do a good job of showing that in Force Awakens. Right. I will yeah. say that. But I think they alluded to it enough, and I think they did yeah, a good job in Force Awakens because, again, they say we went back to what we knew. Yes. And all we get throughout that movie and throughout The Last Jedi are these little hints of it, except for the scene where she flies back in, which, yes. as we said, it couldn't have been that hard anyway, yeah. um, as far as using the Force goes. Um, but I'm really glad they did that. It was one of the things that I was hoping they kept from the old canon, which became Expanded Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, or Legends. Or Legends, yeah. Um, I feel like it's a it's a very important thing, and Leia being that empowered female that she always was, and having those four Skywalker abilities, mm-hmm. I felt it would have been a crime not to have her at least have trained a while, which we see in, you know. Yeah, we do get to actually... Yeah. We get to in see an the amazing scene. scene right. We yeah. actually see young Luke and young Leia training on some planet. Right. Yeah. And, and it doesn't look bad. It looks no. good. And another great thing about this, and uh, I think I, I got to give them kudos, is the Carrie Fisher in this film. Yes. Uh, they yeah. did not CGI her. They just used footage from uh, um, the first, uh, the seventh from Force Awakens. Force Awakens to fill in all the gaps. And it's well done. Yeah. Um, There's only a couple spots where you can kind of go, okay, yeah. 
that's that line came obviously would have come from this scene right. in a different take. Mm-hmm. But even that, it's, it's, it's admittedly, I know he wrote it around the lines he had, right? Yeah. But it's done so well, it, it kind of passes you by, going, okay, yeah, that, my, I didn't catch that. My wife and I sat and discussed and debated what actually happened, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because we we weren't one hundred percent sure what they were doing. I had heard they weren't going to do. Um, or there was the debate about CGI and all this. And she yeah. thought she had saw, shot all her scenes ahead of time uh, before the movie or it had already started filming. So we had this huge debate on the way home and we're like, we'll figure it out later. Um, but yeah, it, it's pretty fluid. I mean, it's yeah. it, if you don't notice, well, it, if you don't think about it, it really blends pretty well. Yeah, um, if, if you're looking, you can kind of tell that that was the costume she had the mm-hmm. first time they sure. were at. Uh, they were at in those first couple scenes on the whatever plant that was in Force Awakens where the, their base was. Right. Yeah. That seems to be her costume there and she just apparently brought it with her. Right. Um, I, I know we're going to touch on some complaints here. Jacob, did you have a complaint you wanted to hit on? Uh, I did. Well, the uh, the complaint that kind of bugged me a little bit, it was more of the the Star Destroyers and how they are... They can, they can only lift off because of this radar dish. <laughs> okay, first, let me... That, that's I understand your problem. That's one of them. I understand your problem. I'm forced to defend it because I okay. understand the logic. There are a ton of Star Destroyers. Oh, yeah, there. I get that. If they move too much one way or the other, oh, yeah. easily bump. Now, Dominoes. two, yeah. the atmosphere there and it is atmosphere not space yeah. which is harder to fly in especially a ship that big yeah that's true probably by default a star destroyer is not supposed to fly that close to another star destroyer in atmosphere yeah probably i'm true. guessing gravitational pull and third that particular atmosphere because it was sith created and because palpatine is loves his theatrics yeah. as you can see through all nine movies that right is true. Uh, that obviously is why he set that for there, and because it's a Sith homeworld where his obviously this ritual apparently had to be performed. Yeah, I don't get that at all. Yeah, to be honest, that's another complaint. But um, that makes a perfect sense as to why that's taking place there. I still think you keep all your star destroyers off planet, but the reason since they are there, yeah. the reason they're high, they, in order for them to lift off. And have good navigation. Yeah, you needed an external source to direct. Okay, does, here's essentially a sense. tower, like an, at an airport. Yeah, that's what that thing was supposed to be for. That makes sense. And that and that kind of function could be easily transferred to the other ship to take care of that. Because again, otherwise everybody's got to sit there and watch out windows and yeah, call exactly. out how close they are based because on the scanners. Because like you, because you right. can't even launch straight up. Because let's face it, that very windy. Yeah. yeah, where that was taking yeah, place. True. There's probably a ton of crosswinds affecting the flight of those star destroyers. They can't just fly straight up like you would think. Right. Plus, apparently, there's a nebula right outside that makes it harder to fly through. It's a really hard place to find. You know, <laughs> you know, this reminds me of that other Star Trek movie we just reviewed recently. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is not on coming out. Which is not out yet. <laughs> Yeah, but that's yeah. okay. We'll, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. the The other complaint was probably the whole Palpatine's plan. Be like he he sends Kylo Ren out. Be like, oh, go kill the girl. Right. Go kill the girl, 
And then it turns around. It's like, no, d- we're not going to kill you. We're going to bring you to the Emperor. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's perfect once Sith ag- deception. Once again, this is pa- classic Palpatine. If you I, look at the Sith. I agree, it's the, deception. The, the classic Sith mantra almost is mm-hmm. do, tell them one thing and do the right. other. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's always you make them think something because he wants to test her. Right. He yeah. wants her to beat him. If she can't beat him, then he's the better apprentice. Yeah. And that's, that's, the, that's the point. So uh, the Sith often do that. They'll test their apprentice by sending them to kill someone and or if, they'll, they'll and, bring another guy to fight them and, and see what happens. And you can even see us in the prequels yeah. as much as I hate bringing the prequels up myself that they do this because you had Maul and Dooku both yeah. being under Sidious yes. despite right. the fact Technically, there should only have been one apprentice. Yes. And Grievous was kind of an apprentice, but kind of not. Right. Well, uh, basically, what they do is one is an apprentice and one is some sort of assassin they're training right. in the yeah. force. Until, until they're better. the assassin does his job and assassinates the apprentice... There you go. Without the apprentice knowing that that was going to happen. Right. Then the assassin comes the apprentice. Well, you know, you can only have one apprentice. You always want the best. Yes. <laughs> So and then there's Ventress. Anyway, yeah. So be like, I did have that one, and I have one last one. One last okay. one. All right. So when okay, don't you, worry, people. We'll be geeking out soon <laughs> enough. Yes. So you have you have the scene where you know Palpatine reveals his big, his big plan that like oh you have to strike me down and you like you will take on all the Sith power the Empress of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and then it turns around and be like oh you two have this connection zap. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, going to take your power. She would not fight him. Yeah, oh, I know I know that. <laughs> yes. I know that, but, but then he switch around to like, oh, you have this power. Zap, thank you. Well, now I had the power. Well, I think that's a really cool thing. I think yeah, what yeah. it is is it's, oh, look, I've realized something I did not expect to happen, yeah. which for Palpatine is rare. Yes. <laughs> He's like, wait but, a second. I could I just do this. Odd. I was it, like, oh, that's so weird. I but will it, agree. It, it did not affect me because... Vaguely, and I do not remember which book this is in. I think this might be Plague, Darth Plagueis is the book I read this in. But one of the ways Palpatine goes about things is if the Force closes a door, it always opens a window. Yeah, something yeah. along. And how many times has he changed his plans? Right. Or that at least true. seemingly appeared to change his plans. Right. Yeah. Because let's face it, Vader in a giant metal suit was not what he wanted at the end of Revenge of the Sith. That he wanted full on Anakin Skywalker. I will disagree but, with you on that, but I think he I wants just, him that way. He's taking advantage of the fact he's got it, but I still think he would have preferred full force power Anakin if, because Vader is does have decreased power well, over I think full Anakin because he's, if you want to go the midichlorian route, which I know that's a bad word in the Star Wars community, he does technically have a decreased amount of midichlorians because he's missing a third of his body. I, I think there's a lot to do with he knows it's easier to manipulate Vader at this point, and I think well, that's much. why it's better. Now, would he but, rather have the other guy? Yeah. I guess somewhat, but then at the end it's like, now I can use I'm, this guy even better. I'm just I saying, don't have to worry I'm, about him usurping What me. I'm saying is that Palpatine will always turn... Sure the situation to his advantage if he can and that's what's happening in this scene his daughter is actively his granddaughter sorry is actively saying no i'm not there's nothing you can do that's going to make me do this the entire fleet could be destroyed and i am not going to do what you want me to do in order to become a dark lord of the sith true so he went the other route it's like oh well I and admittedly he doesn't do this till he realizes oh they're a, a dyad is that what it's called yeah dyad so he's like well if y'all are the two most powerful people in the universe I'll just suck up your energy well I yeah. I do want to say here myself here's my thought 
the the soaking up their power is way more true to Sith. Yes. Than giving someone else the mantle. Yeah. Uh, the Sith don't do that. Yeah. Generally, you take the power. That's right. that's yeah. how that's literally how Sith work. You yeah. don't give power. You take it. Yeah. Um. And I feel like that was that to me that was a problem. I'm like, why? I mean, I guess he's feeling there's no way he could get better again, and so I'm I've I've created this person who's going to overcome me. You know. Well, and I like I said earlier, Palpatine loves his theatrics for yes. sure. For sure. I don't think he actually wanted Ray to become his. Take over. I think he knew to some degree she wasn't going to do it. It's like, well, there's my excuse. I gave you all the rope to hang yourself with, and much like hang you, and much like Luke uh, in Return of the Jedi. I think he's just he knows he's fast enough, good enough to stop him. And it's like, look, if you swing at me, I know you've turned. And yeah. I'll stop you, and then you'll be my apprentice. That's that's the only thing because I think I don't and think he thinks degree, he can take him. And to some degree, Sidious is still Darth. Palpatine is still Darth Sidious. Right. He needs an apprentice. Right. Yeah. Why? Who better than his own granddaughter? Right. True. And I, I love that we get Ian McDermott, whatever his name is, yes. uh, back again. Uh, uh, I love that voice. I, he's the only. I mean, he's played it since the beginning. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though we did get one quick reprisal of Andy Serkis's Snoke. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I missed that apparently. There's a point there where he's telling uh, Kylo. Yeah. Be like that. He and Chris and you, his voice it changes. To prove it. Switchly. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. To Snoke's voice, which is obviously going to be Andy Serkis. Yeah. yeah. And then switches back. Yeah. So okay. he was he was the puppeteer. Snoke was probably not even a real being, yeah, just a force puppet being controlled by Palpatine yeah. across a very large distance. And you, and you see all those like you know, uh, Snoke, you know, clones or whatever in these tubes. Yeah. Like, oh, that is genius. Well, yeah, yeah. that was genius. Yeah, I. Uh, Though I still don't think clones can get midi chlorians, but or can't you can't clone midi chlorians? But anyway, that's beside the point. That is that, that. Well, you can create a clone body that you can go into. That would yeah. be the exception. You can't create a clone of yourself and that clone be a force user. To my understanding of right, because that's why they did not have clone Jedi exactly. during the Clone Wars. Yeah. Exactly. Plus, uh, I think even if there was, I don't think Palpatine would have told anybody, or he would have said it couldn't happen because then they would have. And once again, like I said, Palpatine loves his theatrics. He for was sure. playing jet straight into. Into Ben Solo's fears, yeah, for sure, the entire time. So something I want to touch on that was really great uh, yeah. was uh, are, we, to, are we to the geek out? We're going to go back and forth. I'm sure we'll okay, get some, okay, okay. but we're we're but Han Solo. Yes, yes. I was not <laughs> expecting that scene. Yes, getting this. I waved like, my hand because, because, you, was awesome. because <laughs> you see you 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 see Ray fly off, and he, Kylo is sitting or Ben at this point. Yeah, Ben is sitting there, and you hear, "Hey kid, hey kid," and I go. Wait a minute. What, what, <laughs> what? Whose voice is that? That's that's not Hayden Christensen, <laughs> and it's not James Earl Jones. I was yeah. I was wondering if we're going to see a Force is spirit that, like traditional, oh but crap. yeah, it was. It Wait was, a minute. He's, little, not a, he's not a Jedi. But see, I think they were going with a memory almost. That, I think that, that, it that's what they say. Yeah. It is a memory, right. and is his. And, Memories yeah. and stuff. It wasn't a force. It was uh, not a force spirit ghost, or anything. But it still did the job. I think yeah. it was a great scene. Uh, it, I, was it was. Good. It was seeing Ben. And I'm a little perturbed that Harrison Ford was not in the cast list. Well, that was probably to surprise us. I all. don't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> of course. Let's face it. By the time we get to home video release, they'll probably have added him to the cast list. Probably. But, probably. 
Um, I love when a, he asked him to help him, basically, yes, again. Yes, as know. a copy of that scene. Yeah. And even the his lightsaber is in the same place it would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before he finally just throws it away, which is what we were wanting him to do in, in the, the first, first one. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, basically, it's basically his redemption arc. Yes. Right. Which, which was, he needed. And yeah. honestly, I his, his I, I, I'll say this. Up until this movie, I've not been a big fan of Kylo. Right. He had his good points. Yeah. But I am a sucker for a decent redemption arc. Yeah. Right. And there is one here. Yes. Well, okay. So here, good I'm, I've got a couple more complaints, which I'm going to bring in because of this. We get that we get the continuation of the bond between Ray and Kylo yes. slash Ben, yeah. Ray and Ben. Let's say, um, yeah, because it's not really Ray Low if he's no longer Kylo, right? So, so Ray and Ben uh, communicate a little bit, and then we get so there's the scene where uh, Ben fights the Knights of Ren. Yes. Oh, that was good. Which. I'm sorry, let down for sure. <laughs> yes, because, because we the Knights it. of Ren and they're and awesome. We never and got to see them before this movie. They that get a true. couple. They get a couple of good punches in on him, and then she magically teleports a lightsaber. <laughs> I hate that. I'm sorry. That is the. Okay, it is one of the worst things in the entire. I, thing. I understand. But I'm saying there was precedence it's, in it's, the movie. It's because and in the previous movie, sure, physical we're, objects we're, switching from one location to another. Well, through that. They, they show that quite because often in this film. because they're a dyad. Sure, I, that's the only reason I give it any credit. Yes. But oh my god, that is like I, the biggest. I, I would have. I would have loved for the Knights of Ren to gotten more screen time it, or at the very least once he gets the it lightsaber couldn't they fight and not just be like, let well, me kill you all. Okay, here's and here's what it gets me. Didn't they weren't the Knights of Ren the Jedi apprentices that he took from Luke's uh, right. training yeah. temple? Yeah. Why don't they have lightsabers? My statement would be: I think they were not as developed in the Force as he was when he left, because that was kind and of they the, weren't still being trained as well. He Sith was assassins well, or yeah, something. There's only two. <laughs> <laughs> have you met the Inquisitors? Well, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they trained them. They the all get lightsabers. They didn't give them like maybe they didn't give them lightsabers because they figured they knew that or uh, Snoke slash Palpatine knew that Ben was always iffy, and if he had a whole squadron of goons, yeah. with lightsabers, there's a chance. I think that might have. Then either- why did they give Kylo a lightsaber, even if it was a? F- if it was obviously malfunctioning, Broken but I, I think that's I think that's because he gets one. He's the he's the bad guy. He's the I bad mean, guy. He, he, I know that from a story perspective. I'm talking about a logistical. Well, perspective. he was more powerful, and he was the apprentice. He's the the okay. up and coming guy. I think yeah. the rest of them are rabble. I'm just <laughs> saying. There's no honor. Uh, there's no decent reason why they don't have lightsabers in that scene. That, sure, that would sure. have been a really good or vibro blades. Yeah, vibro blades. So they, they could actually stand up. I mean, if if they knew Kylo was going, might turn with enough influence. Yeah. Why don't they have a way to the, to uh, protect themselves? For sure. Um, but yeah, that was one of those scenes where I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and literally, they like their entire arc in the movie it's literally they walk around <laughs> they, they walk do around nothing until like, that very end and get their butts kicked they, they capture Chewie yeah that's true they but we him. didn't get to see <laughs> how they, they captured Chewie which was all we, for the deception of blowing up like, the oh, ship no, and everything else <laughs> I was you know what when they did that and you and you think it's Ray yes. I was like are they making her his sister because in the in the in the well, classic I was thinking stories, the Jaina Jason right, thing too right in the original in, in the books 
uh, one of the kids kills Chewie. Well, doesn't, but leaves him on a planet to die. Yeah. Um, and so Which, a lot of people always yeah. hated that person. And I think it was uh, the Jason or whatever. Right, because he's yeah. the one that ends up being a Sith Lord later Right, on. yeah. Um, I have, a, I have a, a, not as much a friend as he used to Spoiler be. Spoiler alert. But they have a kid named Jason because of, from the Star Wars. And then oh, they, nice. then, then they said, none of that is canon, and they all cried. <laughs> No, no, my no. question would be, did they spell it like in the book or J A Y C E M? Well, obviously, yes. when, since that's all gone, they just changed his name back to J A S O N, like a normal person. <laughs> They're nerds. They it's don't, only five dollars. Nerds don't do that. It's only five dollars at the Justice of the Peace. But nerds don't do that. I would have. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Yeah. But maybe, anyway. Maybe not diehard enough, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> not in the Star Wars realm, I'll give there you that. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so. I've got that, a geek out moment when you get a chance. Oh, go ahead. Let's okay. jump in. Yeah. I'm just going to say this right here and now. I called it. (laughs) I knew from The Force Awakens who her parents were. Maybe not exactly her parents, but her lineage. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If you... Everyone... I remember going into Last Jedi. Sure. And after Last Jedi, because some people even then couldn't give it down. There's no way she could have been a Solo, a Skywalker... Jin or a Kenobi or any of these things because almost all of them never, except for obviously Leia, none of them ever have kids because that's against the Jedi Order. I, I will. And I will. Of those, Luke's the only one who might fought, might do that because he's however, not classically trained. However, we do have to look at the fact that even but, in canon, right. we have people like the Kenobis. But, but let me get. I'm getting there. I am getting there. Because they left that as a red herring, I yes, guarantee you. that was a red herring. But here's the thing. When I had automatically thought, okay, it's obviously none of those people. Besides, we don't want any of our hero characters in any of the franchise yeah. to be leaving a child on a planet for no good, no, apparently no good reason. Yeah. Sure. You don't. You want it to be someone you don't really know, or someone you don't, or someone it's actually that's actually a good thing they got left in the middle of flipping nowhere. And then you look at her and you realize, well, there's only two other people it could be, Dooku, which she looks nothing like Christopher Lee, sure, and Palpatine, which she does look like Ian McDermott to some degree. Look, here, here's what I'm going to say. I'm just saying. I when I, 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 I know you called like, it. I know you called it. I'll admit. Palpatine. You she said she could be a clone. She could be any number of things. But you assumed Palpatine. I You're assumed right. Palpatine I'm giving lineage. you. I will. I will give you that. My my problem is the movie in no way and in no way in the story do they give you any hint that it's Palpatine. That is my problem. They give you hints for everybody else, but they don't. I feel like that is called that is cheap writing. They needed hints. I feel like there should have been. All I they did was give you hints were, against it. I think there were plenty of hints. Not in the, the movie. first hint. Yeah. And admittedly, it was not till this movie. Right. Granted, the in hints did movie, not hit till this movie. Right. The first hint is when she uses Sith lightning against the ship. Absolutely. In the movie, I was There's aware. nobody else in Star Wars that uses Sith lightning. Count Dooku. Uh, Darth Vader. five seconds. Uh, Darth Vader never used it in the movies. Not in the movie. You're I'm right. using movie continuity. However, Dooku did. Okay, I'll grant you Dooku might have, but yeah. still, that still shoots that she's of Sith again, lineage. Before we got to the end, I was aware she was a Palpatine. Yes. I had that figured out. It didn't yeah. take long uh, in this movie. But before this movie, they give you no hint to it. They give you hints Granted, for us, which and, I guess is, is now, fun and cool because we're all now, thinking about it. Here's the thing. The big, we, as much as I like The Last Jedi, because we did talk about this, yeah. Yeah. it is not a good second act right? for yeah. the whole thing, in my yeah. opinion, because it does not leave... That's the thing. Is there's... What maybe a year of time difference? Sure, and 
The Last Jedi does not lead it really into Rise of Skywalker, much like Empire leads into Jedi, yeah. or even Attack of the Clones leads into Revenge of the Sith, even though there is still technically a whole war that goes on between those well, two movies. there are things that are required from that either right, way. Right, but, but there is still not really much that connects these two movies. The relationship between Kylo and Ren is that's the biggest it. thing. That Mark, is the only know, thing. I mean, that's... I mean, honestly, we had outside of Poe being a hot shot pilot, yeah. we had no idea that he had a dark history as a spice runner before this movie. Well, uh, yeah, the only other, the only character of the of the three friends that had any kind of history that we knew of was Finn, yeah. mm-hmm. and they didn't have to talk about that because we kind of knew what the life of a stormtrooper was just by a couple right. lines, especially when you're talking about taking their kids from their from their you know home world, home worlds without without permission from their parents obviously right. which uh, i'm gonna say one of the things i really enjoyed about this movie was getting to see the horses ride on the uh Star that was amazing that and was i say horses because i don't know what they call those i don't exactly. know what they're called either and i'm sure we'll learn soon there'll be in toys and everything else like, oh yes track them we can't track them <laughs> horse <laughs> tauntaun they're flesh and blood you idiots horse tauntaun jim they're speeders they're not using they're speeders, speeders. <laughs> yeah uh, I, I can't sir why can't you <laughs> they're not using speeders it's yeah like, I can't say I don't like this scene. There's a bit of ridiculousness in it. Of course, I'm also so looking good. at a droid running alongside them that's on a ball yeah. as a body, which despite the fact is a thing that exists in real life, it still looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. But it's cool. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Um, Not to mention the hair dryer on a wheel that we know is Dio. That's a whole nother weirdness. J.J. Abrams, you picked a weird thing to voice. Uh, yes. I'm going to say... Uh, hey, he was a cool little droid. He was cool, and he I'm did... I'm not saying that, but it's yeah. like, this is the weirdest droid they could have come up and with. And they did use him to forward the plot, and, you know, yeah, I mean, at it, least. Was, it was... It, it and, had, and at least this was the same ship that they were on that you see in her flashback. Yes, right. that is true. Um, the the irritating C three PO. I I can't uh, translate. It's against the rules. Uh, I was like, hang on. There's a logistical problem here because you were built by Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> right. He couldn't. Why would he have programmed you unless he just took a? I got. I, maybe he did just take a stock program that he got out of a thing and that's throw it into the C-3PO. But you also but could assume that they've updated him since then, which one yeah, of those... That's true, because he was... It did serve on a... Yeah. Uh, on a... Uh, Republic. Republic uh, Senator's right. main ship. I, I, yeah. So... They, and, and this is not the first time that his brain has been wiped, but right. they acted like this was the worst thing that could happen. It had been a minute, and though. we all knew in five minutes after we get these quick, great scenes, like, oh, I, I remember him. He's my, my best friend. I've known him all my life. Yeah. All five minutes of it. <laughs> it was... It was it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to meet up with R2-D2? You'll be back to Anthony Daniels again. We won't care. No yeah. Um. And, and we get the... Uh, so the- much for hinting that we might be have the sith c-3po from the comics oh yeah uh what was another cool thing which is almost a really cool thing was the sith tracker uh what was uh, what was it called the wayfinder, the, the wayfinder. The yes the sith wayfinder that could have been a holocron we yeah. wanted i wanted it to be a holocron so badly I saw it, I was like, oh it's a holocron I, yeah it's wait, a holocron. Wait, wait they're actually showing a holocron in a movie no it's a sith wayfinder well Shoot I, a monkey! I, 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 as it comes onto screen, my fingers like sink into the chair. I'm like holocron, holocron, holocron. 
And people who have not gotten into any extended universe at all and have only watched movies are going, what the crap are you people talking about? You, you can find out in the Clone Wars cartoon. Even. Yes. You know, it talks about it. They come up all the time. Hey, you like video games? Go look at Jedi Fallen Order. Holocron. All throughout that thing. <laughs> Holocrons are cool. Basically, for the those entire who- movie is The entire game is about finding a holocron and if you don't know real quick holocron is basically a way that sith or jedi store information to train or give to other people in other words it's a ridiculously sized jump drive yeah essentially but they're cool is that any worse than the eight track take players they were using in rogue one to store lots of memory and it usually takes force powers to open them generally generally anyway now now, which it was confusing when you see it hooked up with a bunch of wires (laughs) that was so long i was like huh how does that work that's not how holocrons work. It's a wayfinder. Oh, that explains it. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> so, it has ports on it, apparently. The, the, kind of speaking to that point. So now do you think someone's going to make a USB drive that looks like Yes. Holocron? Yes. <laughs> and they should. Uh, it's it's probably being manufactured right we'll now. We'll probably all spend $75 yes. to have one hooked up to our computer at some point. Just and saying. Well, well, at that size, it's not going to be a jump drive. It's going to be an Flash external hard yeah, drive. Exactly. Uh, I already have Solid external state. hard drive, so that'll be a great one. Yes. <laughs> that will probably be what these episodes are recorded on in the future. Eventually, yeah. And my wife won't let me buy that, I'm sure. Jim, <laughs> no. And I'll need it's it to be... It's a hobby expense. Un- unless, it's a, unless it comes in an 8 or 10 terabyte drive, I don't want it anyway, so... Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That so would be horribly expensive. It'll probably be 2 terabytes and cost more than a 10 terabyte cost. Probably. Because so. of all the green LED lights in it. Yeah, exactly. But it's so it's kind of glow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, well if, if you make it glow red, Amanda will like That's it. true. We can make it glow red. So, uh, <laughs> but, then, exactly. but then she Woo! wants it on her computer. Yes, which, exactly. Like, you got to buy two. No way we're getting two. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, sidetracked again. Uh, another, What's new here? Okay, so at the end of this movie, we've got the the... the the death of Palpatine and, yes. and such a good scene, which is a great, great scene. scene. Mm-hmm. What I want to talk about is after that. This is a big gripe for me when Obi, I mean, not Obi Wan, when Ben brings back Ray from the dead. Yeah, she may not have been dead. She dead. <laughs> she was mostly dead. <laughs> no, mostly dead. No, 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 no. Okay, so we she was we, mostly look, dead all day. Look, if if she was not dead, she had to be brought back for true love. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Kind of. Uh, yeah. Well, no. be like. Well, think about it for a second. Be like, she be like, gave him some of her force power. Absolutely. That was, to, that was force healing. Force healing. That doesn't sorry, count. Force That's what to this, heal him. This is just kind of. I, I, I get the force healing concept, but yeah. if you could force heal people from the dead, we would not I'm, have this whole... We wouldn't have any solo Skywalker off, issues. First off, she wasn't dead because all Jedi in this franchise apparently disappear when they die, and she technically was a Jedi well, by the te- end of the thing. Technically, hold on. One minute. They all don't die right, they I mean, all disappear right away. Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon's the only one that didn't. Uh, Vader... You don't know if his body disappeared or not underneath that armor because clothing never goes with him. That's true. And also the the fact that we also have in this movie that when Leia dies, she doesn't disappear her right away. Body still remains yeah. until Ben dies. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Pretty much. She, Again, she literally, not always right away. Maybe maybe it, it's not right away. There could have been some time, but I'm still going. She's not dead. Dead. But she was dead. Dead. They she they was, showed her to be pretty much. She dead. was. I'll give grant you that she was brain dead. She probably wasn't breathing. But there was still some 
plot life left in her. <laughs> you want to use plot armor? That's fine. My my, my my point being, my point being, they should have had her dying if they're going to do that. Because yes, they if they don't, they're creating a problem with the story of I, the whole of Star Wars. I agree. There should have been some wheezing or some obvious signs that she was alive, but not right. Just breathing in the process yeah. of dying. But yeah, they pretty much had her dead because heck, she wasn't blinking, and that's and you couldn't see her chest rise until right. finally yeah. something happens and she comes back, and then he he, he dies after a kiss. And it's like, why did he die? Because he gave, he he gave her too all much his energy. life energy. See, again, my, my point being that is that was a letdown at the very end. I felt like well, I'll, I'll grant this because that was him sacrificing himself, yeah, sure. which was what he needed to do for his character arc because yeah. he would not have done that I completely as Kylo Ren. If we're yeah. doing the whole Darth Vader because redemption... I still, as I still say while she calls herself a Skywalker at the end of it, which I love. the title is not about her. It's about him. Oh, I totally disagree. I think the title is about her. I think the title refers to him because he is of the Skywalker lineage, even though his last name is Solo. But we don't see the rise of him. He doesn't get... He, he doesn't rises awesome. out of the darkness to become <laughs> a Jedi at the last minute. I wish I had a rubber band for stretching. This is... This- <laughs> That was a stretch. I really, not a stretch. I, I think the title was uh, was mainly a herring. I think it was an intent oh, to I, make us think that there was going to be her becoming a Jedi. I think there was a lot of things. I'm not that, saying it was. I don't think he's the the rising of the of. I, I think I think she the, is. I the think to Skywalker. some degree it is him, but I also think the title is referring to this being the last chapter sure. of the saga. Yeah. This is referring to this title is more referring to what's come before as sure. It's the rise of the Skywalker clan, and technically, it's still going in a way. For sure, for sure. Because she's now a Skywalker. Now she's a Skywalker, right? And uh, she's adopted Skywalker, yeah. but she's she's got all the. Who's power. going to tell her she isn't? She's got all the power of the Jedi. In her. Yeah, yeah. Luke, <laughs> Luke and Leia pretty much gave her her blessing, despite the fact Leia was never on Tatooine. For sure. Well, she doesn't have to be at that. Point. I know, but still, it's like you're. I know. I love that they do that. Leia sort of was scene. on Tatooine. Leia was never on Tatooine. She only got to the top. She was on Tatooine. When? Uh, in uh, Return of the Jedi, when she's on That's Slave right, Leia. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. Okay. We're not cutting that. I just got to keep that that's for a fine. So I'm, I can play I'm stupid. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm, never mind. Uh, anyway. This will not be the first time, <laughs> nor the last time, as we have I will say something completely stupid. Stupid. As we've seen, we all can make very stupid statements <laughs> yes, about can. things. And I'm only going to cut out the ones I say. Uh, <laughs> not really. Editors, you got to love them, right? Not really. Uh, anyway, I, I have no room to talk. Not really. Uh, but anyway, so some of the other things. Is there anything else we really want to touch on? I mean, there's a lot of good here. Uh, and a yes. lot of- the, the one that I... It took eight movies, but they finally did. What? They gave Chewie a medal. <laughs> they finally gave, admittedly they finally gave Chewbacca's dude because he didn't have the medal at the that's end of true. four. Yes, he. Which I kind of am curious where she got the medal from. Yeah, but was, that's was beside like, the point. Either way, and he didn't get to. He didn't get his hug from Leia at the end of seven like he should have. Yeah, which J.J. Abrams did admit he messed up on that. Yeah. But finally, Chewie gets his due and gets like, okay, we recognize you're one of the most popular characters in the thing. We're finally going to give you your thing. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised he's not head of the whole thing now. I mean, why not? He ought to be. He ought to be. He's he's old. He is the L, he is the um, highest ranking person there at this point. Yeah, Except maybe Calrissian. Is Calrissian a higher general? I think I don't is Chewie a general? I assume I he don't is. know what Chewie's rank is, but if you want to talk about years of service, he was serving Close in wars. the Clone Wars in Revenge of the Sith. For sure. And he's older than that. Yep. Because he's, well, he's 250 not, years old, they said. Right. Too. So he technically should be outranking everybody just on seniority alone. Maybe. Maybe. At, at least know. at least the rank and file. For sure. Um, but but yeah, it's a great thing. He ought to be at least be the mascot. Yeah, she left Poe in charge of the whole thing. That was for his character because he yeah. was... She pretty much had him in charge at the end of Last Jedi, too. Right. Yeah. Um, when she said... Don't look at me. Follow him. Yeah. I, I feel like, and this is one of those things that we see a lot in uh, science fiction, like Star Wars, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of the, the human uh, people being put in charge at the end or during it, even yeah. if they're yeah. aliens who are more qualified. Yeah. It's because we want to see that, I think, yeah, in general. Yeah. We, we want to see a, a human representation of her. But I know most of us nerds would really love to see some of these aliens getting their due and getting put in charge. Also, but so. I am also just... well. We did have Akbar for quite a long time, but he wasn't the main lead. He was the head of. He was the, a major character, major general. Sure. He was a general, but so was half the people in this movie. But yeah, True. I mean, there were other people above him, though. Like True. Leia was ahead of him. Several other people right. were ahead of him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, in Leia's defense, she was a princess. She was a princess. Yeah. She did have that to begin with, and yes. helped her and Mon Mothma and a couple others start. Yeah, the she whole had thing, friends so. in high places. You know. Yeah. Um, okay, so I do have one more like. Go ahead. Final the on the Sith planet Exegesis or whatever the name of the place was. Exegol. Exegol. Thank you. Exegol. <laughs> Jesus. The first name that came to mind that I sounded understand. like it. Anyway, they're on Exegol. She's almost defeated. Palpatine is. I say Palpatine. Darth Sidious has sure. gotten all his power back, and she finally gets through to the Jedi of the past. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. Not only do we hear Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker, Frank Oz as Yoda, and pretty much all everyone but I think. Uh, Alex, Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah. No, we yeah. do hear. We hear Ray. I know we. I know we hear Ewan McGregor. I just didn't know if yeah. we heard Alec Guinness. Yeah, you do. Well, you, you anyway, hear the but you from. also hear voice actors from Clone Wars and Rebels that play Jedi, including Freddie Prince Jr., who played <laughs> Jaden. Uh, what's his name from Rebels? I can't think of the name now. I don't know Rebels. I haven't seen all of it. Rebels is. Um, so I started good. it recently. Um, but we get. Uh, you do get to hear those, and they are credited. It's like right. That is so cool that we brought that. Yeah, I was looking at it earlier. We get a lot of them, and I've read some books with some of the characters, yeah. and I was impressed. We get Windu, and we, we get a lot. We even get Ahsoka Tano in there. Yeah, Ahsoka Tano, like, and yes, Ahsoka. several of them. It's it's really cool. Um, I'm still kind of iffy on the whole power that way, but I think it's interesting, and I do think it was cool to get all those voice actors. Yes. doing that. It was and, a cool. Admittedly, this movie is full of fan service. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think the fan service is detrimental to it, like it was to some degree in Force Awakens. Sure, I I don't even know if and I don't even know if it was detrimental there. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll get into all that in just a minute. I'm sure, but uh, I feel like uh, I feel like that was a cool point, even yeah. if it was just for fun. Uh, it was th- they. You can tell they know they're ending the big end trilogy. Yes, it, that's very much what this movie is. It has a feel from the beginning that does not feel like normal Star Wars. In, movies. in many ways, I feel like they are putting a stamp on the entire time period from. Yeah. 
episode one to here and if we and any star wars i think we might get from this point be it in you know be it from comics movies things it might be outside of this right i I hope that's the point because i know a lot of people have expressed that that's one of the biggest problems we faced is we felt like we had to come right back to this instead of going to the old republic era or who knows admittedly we do still have one season of clone wars and resistance hasn't finished yet well and i think we're i think we're always going to get extra content within the borders but i think they're going to move the movies so that's the hope move the movies and maybe move some television shows that are not directly connected. Of course, we still have Mandalorian too, and yeah, and that will probably not end at the end of the season. That's I'm true. guessing, that's and we're getting true. Kenobi, and yes. we're getting the Kenobi film. So we are getting more stuff in this block, but I think for the most part, we might be moving to slow transition out, transition yeah. to somewhere else, which I honestly want because I want to see where this movie goes, where the franchise moves from this point, especially sure. if we do get more Ren stuff, or yeah. Ren stuff, Ray stuff, yeah, because Ray stuff, yeah. And she was the first canon in modern canon Star Wars character with a yellow lightsaber. That's yeah, true. That was especially cool. in the movies. Is there one in the Clone Wars though? Yeah, I'm they, not going to say I, there's not. I know in I know in the other Clone Wars cartoon there was, and I can't remember. I'm, if there I'm is not going to the say game. there's not because I don't remember. And the minute I say there isn't, there probably will be. Probably will be. And the minute I say there is, there probably won't be. I'm pretty certain there is, but I couldn't say for sure because we've got all the children. It makes sense, but I know for the most part they stick to green and blue. Generally. Except for, obviously, Mace Windu. Windu. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I do believe Samuel L. Jackson was was in those voices, too. He was. Yeah, he was. Which is awesome. The scene in which I enjoyed, it, it dawned on me later on that the fact of how... Uh, Palpatine, uh, what's his Sith name again? Sidious. Sidious. Dark, Dark Sidious, Sidious came in was be like he, you know, how he, you know, came to be, you know, the Emperor was through Force lighting, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, in a sense, yeah. Yeah. Killing, and that's how he killing, died, too. Killing, you know, killing Mace Window, and then he goes out. <laughs> with Force lighting. With Force lighting, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Being reflected off of a lightsaber. Right. Yeah. Very similar. It's going back at it. <laughs> and I also love that the last shot of this movie mirrors the twin sons yeah. from uh, that was, that was from episode the, the four. pose is similar too it's, yeah. it's really good um yeah her her her, her lightsaber was sweet though i yes. mean that was yeah. a nice lightsaber i especially liked her sith form lightsaber <laughs> oh yes the a double, double bladed lightsaber with flips. a hinge oh man like, that was okay weird. i want that in that real was, life i want i want to that better be in the next get video game Probably. i want to run around with that thing um so I You're probably able to buy it at some point. So oh, I guarantee when, it. When when they uh, when Luke is like, oh, I've got to get some. You need this with you, and I was yeah. in my head. I'm like, I know it's got to be her Leia's lightsaber, and it was. I love that. I love getting to see Leia's lightsaber. I'll admit, to some degree, I thought maybe it was just. Some, I didn't think about it being Leia's. Not that I would be able to spot Leia's until yeah. now because well, we've I mean, never yeah. seen it before. We hadn't, but it was. But, but because of the training, she was. Right, you that know, makes sense. That's when it hit. But me. what got me was like. You have everything you need, and you see that she's got the Wayfinder, but then I, I, I even said out loud in the theater, but she doesn't have a ship. Red 5 <laughs> is yeah. right yeah. over there. And so, who raises it up to the same music Yoda raised it up in Empire? Yes. Luke. Yeah, but, <laughs> so speaking of Luke, Luke's return in this movie, literally he just like, Oh, grabs yeah. the lightsaber Catch and throws it in the fire. Yeah, she yes. throws the lightsaber in the fire. He, he catches it. Like, oh my gosh, it's Luke! You know a Jedi's weapon. Force. You know a Jedi's weapon is supposed to be treated with more reverence. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> like he did so, the last time. He which is hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I think they do a good job in many ways yes. in this film with with these things. Uh, I think 
as much as there's a lot to complain about from my point of view, and again, this is the immediate reaction. Yeah, I, I loved a lot of it. I came out of the theater like this is a good movie. I didn't think it was as good as some of the others already, but I yeah. think it's not the bottom. Right. Uh, but there was some, and I get what they we're, were trying we're to do. We're definitely still above one and two. I think probably by that I mean Phantom Menace and Attack probably. of the Clones. Probably. Yeah. To me, I haven't really decided where this fits yeah. in a ranking. I'm gonna have to watch it on TV. But I do think this. Definitely, for me anyway, fits between Force Awakens and Last Jedi if I'm just doing this last trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess that's really a good point to go into our star ratings. Yes. Uh, yes. So is everybody ready for that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to go last because I still need a minute. Well, I'll okay. give. I'll go ahead and just say I give it a four. It's a fun movie. It's one I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed and will enjoy the next three, two or three times I see it. It's not one that I'm going to sit through like I do with some of the other with one or, with uh, the first two or the the first two prequel movies. It's a great movie. I enjoy it. I recognize it's going to be divisive for some, but I feel in many ways it puts a bow on the end of this mm-hmm. in such a great way that it's it's just fun and plus that I didn't I didn't say this a minute ago, but I'm going to throw it in here now. That space battle at the end of the movie was so stinking epic. It alone was worth the price of admission, in my opinion. But I give it four stars simply due to its fun factor and the fact that in the grand scheme of things, I'm going to gloss over a lot of these problems when I think about the movie in the future. Mm. What about you, Jacob? Along the same lines, uh, give it a four. The... uh it does. It does tie this trilogy, you know, nice and tight. There, there were there. Obviously, it has problems. It's a film, and you have to work around the death of an actress to you know get your story correct. You get your story correct, and they did an excellent job with that. One of the problems I didn't bring up is like, where was Luke's green lightsaber? That's a good point. I wonder if JJ forgot that lightsaber was supposed to be green. <laughs> Who, Who knows? knows? Anyway, anyway, maybe he replaced the crystal at some point because that was. That hilt was obviously uh, his old lightsaber. Yeah. Either way, be like, I enjoyed it. I love the movie to death. Like, Drew heard last night I was giggling like a little schoolboy. I had so much fun in this film. Enjoyed the movie t- tremendously. And heck yes, I love this movie. Okay, so I'm going to talk and then I'm going to rate it. Because uh, <laughs> you're still not sure what you're going to rate it. Look, look I, 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 I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm a really big Star Wars fan. I, I, I nerd out watching it the moment everything gets started. I'm excited. The fact that they mentioned Palpatine and the scroll killed me. Uh, like, I was, exp- I had no idea for sure. I, you know, I, I've, I've mentioned my theory before on, on the other episode. I feel like... Like Drew said, this that was not paced properly. They should have. In, I would have rather had him introed in the movie in some way first, not in the scroll, because um, I had no idea he was going to be. In it. Again, I don't watch any trailers. I've, I've been in the blind, um, so I, I was a little off by that. I felt the feel of the movie to begin with was kind of like the ninth movie in a series. Like it didn't feel right. It felt cheaper. It felt like something was off early. Um, there were good scenes still. I mean, I, I, yeah. again, like I said, between having Leia train Ray and and getting to see Palpatine come back and all these and a lot of factors, really cool. Um, you know, the Ray shooting the the Force lightning and blowing up the ship, nearly probably killing Chewie. Very interesting stuff. I really have trouble rating this. 
because um, I was not fully impressed with what happened. I felt like it's probably a good movie. Um, maybe it's my my expectations have just grown and grown over time on this one. The ending with the 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 bringing someone back from the dead, pretty much with the force, it was a little. And again, you could say it's the dyad thing. Their their special powers and whatnot, not able to do the normal. Uh, or not having to follow the normal rules. I'm going to give this... I can't even say three. I was going to say three. I'm going to say three and a half. Uh, but this is one that I think over time I'll probably like more. I'll, I'll sit and evaluate and tear it down and then just watch it again for fun. It'll be easier. Um, but once I watch it on TV and get to look at it a couple of times, I'm sure I'll have a better opinion. But I'm going to go with a three and a half. I, okay. I really want to say three. I really think it deserves three stars. But I can't bring myself to say three as, as the actual. So we're going with three and a half. Okay. That's, right. I think that's our, uh, our ratings for uh, episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Ta-da! <laughs> that's it. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative, or on Instagram as Passive Creator. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on... Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.